0: Hello and welcome to Season 10, Episode 111 of the Cartridge Club's Game of the Month podcast, where we bring together members of the Cartridge Club community to discuss our monthly playthrough. If you're new to the club or are interested in participating in future months, please join our community Discord or follow us on Twitter at CartridgeClubNA. We love to see the hashtag Cartridge Club used whenever you talk about one of the games we've selected. I am Captain Algebra, and on behalf of our rotating pool of hosts, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Additionally, on behalf of the entire Cartridge Club community, I'd like to give a huge shout-out to our Patreon Club backers, Joel Boyce, Kevin from Buried on Mars, Base Guy, Caleb J. Ross, and Round 2 Gaming. Thank you all so much. You're such an integral part of why we do this each and every month. And this month, we played one of my favorite games of all time, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Joining me to talk about this game is Wes from Gaming Off The Grid.
1: Yeah. Glad to be here. Blessed, thank you, Captain, for having me on. And uh this is one of my favorite games of all time. You know, it was right in that pocket when I bought my PS2 with Madden 2003, Metal Gear Solid 2, and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So
0: here we are. Let's go. Awesome. We got Joe from SNES is Life.
2: Hey, how's it going, Captain? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course. Uh, Vice City, an amazing game, man.
0: It's one of the tops hmm and kyle
3: hey guys good to be back it's been a while but finally made it to episode three here so i was worried that i was only stuck on gamecube mario games so i'm glad to talk about something different for a change but <laughs> awesome. yeah love the gta series so let's go
0: good glad to have you guys thank you so much for joining and uh this is the first time i've hosted this podcast so everyone go easy on me i'm doing my best all right so let's go ahead and start with what is your experience with the game um so let's start with kyle why don't you share your experience
3: okay yeah um i got this not right away i think i got it in later in 03 i had to be 17 or older to get it so it was just at that right time uh one of my first ps2 games uh, i got it a few months later i didn't know too much about the game originally other than what I was seeing in the magazine, I'm like, Oh, okay. It's kind of a city you can roam around in and, and do the uh, various things. And uh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I felt uh, after the first two to three hours playing it, I could go out and do this in real life. Maybe not a good, uh, good influence, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, yeah. played that quite a bit uh, on PS2, Xbox and throughout the years. So lots of experience with it. Awesome. Uh, Joe, how about you?
2: Uh, yeah, so my buddy Matt, growing up, I went over to his house and played it for the first time. And he I, he had the GameCube version, I believe. And we played it for about two or three hours. And I was like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. And at the time, I didn't own any video game systems. Like I was broke as a joke. We, my wife and I had just had our first child like July of 02. And so this was fall of 02 when the game came out. And that Christmas, basically, I did what a lot of people did. And I was like, look, honey, I bought a PS2, but it's not just a PS2, it's a DVD player. <laughs> we're like, we're moving on to the future, you know? And then the only game I bought for it at the time was Vice City. And oh my God, it was, I just spent every free moment I had playing that game, much to her chagrin. Nice.
1: And Wes. Man, it was, uh, you know. I think everybody's mind was blown. If, if if you played grand theft auto three in the, in the moment, in the time you were like a situation, best video game you'd ever seen. It it was mind blowing but, but I didn't own a PS three at that or PS two rather at that time. I uh, was always a generation behind and then vice city came out. And there was that uh, bonding with a character of Tommy Versetti that y- you didn't have in GTA 3. GTA 3 didn't really have a main character. You, you kind of just had to, like, make your own way, right? You had to, like, say, I'm the guy in GTA 3. But in-, in-, in Vice City, you were Tommy Versetti, dude. That was you. You became you. And, uh, it was the next step and they were all in the same engine, the same sandbox and all that stuff. But, uh, it was my third PS3 game. I bought a PS3 with Madno 3 with a uh, Metal Gear Solid two. And then I believe in October of some time of, uh, 2020 or 2002 rather Vice city came out. It was, it was fire. Awesome.
0: Yeah, so I was saying earlier before we started recording that I honestly don't remember why I got the game. I'm thinking I had GTA 3, like I had gotten that from a buddy and played it briefly, and I was like, oh, it's a fun game. Let's check out Vice City. And I was hooked from the moment I started playing it. I just feel like the 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 Vice City and like the 80s style is just like perfect for a Vice or for a GTA game. And I absolutely uh I loved it. I only play the PS2 version. I think recently I've gotten the Xbox version and uh, the the definitive edition on PS4, but uh, I've always been playing it on PS2. Did uh, when so when you guys played the game, what did you usually play it on?
2: Uh, so originally, like I said, I first played it on my buddy's GameCube, but mm-hmm. didn't you know a couple hours, and then I had a PS2, and I have it for the Xbox, the original Xbox, which. I think wins um, a few points over everything else because you can have your custom station in there; it'll play the MP3s off your Xbox for you. But I played it on my PS2 just to just to really relive the glory days. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: all PlayStation Two for me. Yeah. Joe, Joe, I got a shit on your in your taco here. I don't Uh-oh. think Vice City's on the GameCube, bro. <laughs> Are you sure?
3: I'm about a
1: fucking hundred percent sure. <laughs> okay. Here, bro. You, you it doesn't sound like
3: a GameCube, game. yeah. No, I confused right, as well,
1: <laughs> maybe it was
2: on a PS2, then I yeah, know yeah, my was, buddy had it. It, it was a long time it. ago, you know. We forget, it was these a things. long time ago.
1: <laughs> so, and Wes, you played on PS2, right? For sure, for sure. My brother had a GameCube, but I had the PS2, and I felt like the cool kid in school, man. It was, it was uh, a weird time, man. It was, uh, you know. Us as collectors, we look back now, and the GameCube was really awesome during Gen Six. But I feel like a lot of us that grew up with the NES and the SNES and the Genesis, we uh, we wanted something different, and Vice City was that different thing. It was it was that uh, anti Mario, anti family friendly. You're playing a game. That your parents wouldn't want you to play. It, w- it was like that perfect game to pair with the WWF Attitude Era. Like I'm banging hookers in a car. I'm uh, <laughs> going on rampages. It it was just a uh, staple of the time. And if you didn't live through it, you you don't know what it felt like. You you had to live the moment. You can go back to it in 2022, and it doesn't deliver. Quite what we i think we all felt at the time
3: yeah like i said uh, originally ps2 for me Mm -hmm. as well um i did well, did still do have that uh the xbox version which yeah is technically superior uh but for the time i never got used to the trigger driving Mm -hmm. now of course that's standard right but uh yeah and the custom soundtracks you can put on the xbox version Mm -hmm. and it even looked a little bit better but I always preferred that PS2 version for some reason. I don't know why. Even though Xbox was the superior version. It was the so Gabagool. Good. That's why. I did <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. But, it was the Koopas' Tot. <laughs> yeah, I also did that, uh, I think, for its 10th anniversary. It was released on mobile and for tablets. So I did try that. Okay. It worked. Mm-hmm. Never played too much of it. But, yeah, I recently been doing that uh, definitive edition, I guess they called it. Mm-hmm. It did have a rough launch, but I really, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit later. But I did like the improvements that that mm-hmm. made. So definitely some graphical improvements, but mostly the controllers and and uh, right. those improvements there. So yeah, yeah, I played a few different versions of it. All, nice. yeah. always fun.
0: Good, yeah. 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 So this this month I played PS2 again, just because it's what I've always known. I should have probably played it on Xbox or the definitive edition, just to, like to play something different, but. I just, I love the PS2 version. So that's what I had to do. What are your experiences with any of the other games in the series?
2: Uh, Not a lot. I played Grand Theft Auto 3 on my PC back in the day. And then I own 4 and 5. Haven't actually played either of them. And I played San Andreas. I remember being really excited when San Andreas came out. And I played it for probably like the whole day when I picked it up. And it just could not hook me. The way that vice city did and i put it down and i never picked san andreas back up
3: uh all of the above actually <laughs> yeah after vice city that was the first one but then i went back and did three uh in the ps1 versions which aren't very good <laughs> but yeah san andreas uh i even have the psp versions um liberty city and vice city stories four its expansions five five again for the ps4 (laughs) so yeah but uh despite all that vice city still even though it's a little more dated at this time still has that atmosphere that i think even the later ones didn't touch just that neon drenched 80s rock and Mm -hmm. power ballads and driving through miami at night so good
1: yeah i have played them all but (laughs) i have said for a long time on our channel um gaming off the grid that you got about one Grand Theft Auto game in you in a lifetime. And I, I I believe when I say that, you become immersed in one. And Vice City is mine. I've uh, played three. Um, I played one, two. I've played four, five. Vice City was the one where I felt like I was Tommy Versetti. I've beat five. I have not beat four. I have beat three. have not beat one, two um there's something about the game that sucked me in and i think it was uh what kyle talked about you know that 80s that new wave feel that cocaine cowboys type of feel that scarface tie-in which a lot of people don't really realize that 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 game was really ripping off scarface come on that's what was going on
3: (laughs) and heavily inspired
1: yes and uh I connected with that game at a level that I was going to 100% that game. And the rest of the games, although they're all good and I love Rockstar. Um I play table tennis Rockstar. And uh <laughs> you got if Rockstar's on it, I'm playing it. But Vice City was was different, man. It it, it was uh, a game that just you connected with and I and you know a lot of people like dive into the rock and roll guns and roses shit that's on there i loved the like new wave stuff that was in the game from a musical standpoint the scarface tie-ins it that was the apex of the series and is it tough to go back to today (laughs) kind of (laughs) yeah but it it, was the impact it had at me at the time you know it's uh it's uh unprecedented yeah so I uh, so Vice City was the first one I beat,
0: and then I went back and I I played three a little bit. I never finished it um, until last year. I think I finally sat down and beat it. I loved Vice City so much that when Andreas San Andreas came out, I grabbed it day one, started playing it, and I got stuck on a flying mission where you have to like blow all these cars up and stuff, and your fuel is constantly going down. And I remember as a kid, I, I kind of had a temper at times. And I tried that game, that mission like five times and I got so pissed. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't break a controller because I was livid. And like, I look stuff up on the internet. I'm like, how do you do this and stuff? And I just, I couldn't do it. So I put it down. I came back to it. I don't know, maybe five years ago, got to that mission again, couldn't beat it. So I put it down again. So that's one of my goals is next year to go back and finally beat San Andreas because I love the game other than that. Four, I played a lot of, but I never did finish it for some reason. And then five, I haven't touched because I want to beat four first. And one and two, well, I tried to go back to one this past year and I just couldn't do it, which is I don't I don't feel good saying. Wes knows this. I hate the term when, when someone says something hasn't aged well. It it kind of pisses me off when someone uses that. (laughs) So I'm not going to say that. No, come on. Come on.
1: Come on. I'm not going to say
0: that. Come on. no, on. When something ages, it needs to change. It hasn't changed. It's the same as it was when it came out. I, I try to put myself in that mindset of when a game came out. And I tried with that game. And I'm like, it just isn't fun.
1: Yeah. Because so it didn't well. That's why. <laughs> oh, I will not, bagging, I will I never admit that. You,
0: nope. I will never say that. Just <laughs> wait can. this next year. I'm going to go play it and I'm going to, I'm going to praise it. Okay. Wes, <laughs> just, right. just wait and see. And <laughs> yeah, so. uh,
3: San Andreas was that uh, mission. Did you, was it like another RC chopper where you had yeah, to plant it was bombs? Like, but, yeah, it was like that, but obviously Something I don't think you it, had to plant bombs on the cars. Driving I don't. I don't
0: think it was bombs. It was like you actually had like a machine gun on the on the plane, and you okay. could shoot them. But it was like a toy plane. I believe it was. Is Zero a character in that game?
3: Yes. Okay. I think so, I know which one. That one's a notoriously yeah aggravating <laughs> mission.
0: And I still remember the cutscene beforehand. Like you go to his store and he's like locked in a cabinet, and you open it up and then he explains what happened. And then yeah, you're in this plane and you're trying to blow shit up. And I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it so hard, so but I will beat it. I will beat it someday. (laughs) All right, let yeah. Thank you, I appreciate that. So let's get into uh, the intro and the story. And I am not a very creative person, so I'm literally gonna read the story right from the back of my PS2 copy. So welcome to the 1980s. Welcome to Vice City, a huge urban sprawl stretching from the beach to the swamps and the glitz to the ghetto, a town brimming with delights and degradation. Having just made it back onto the streets of Liberty City after a long stretch inside, Tommy Versetti is sent to Vice City by his old boss, Sonny Ferrelli. But all does not go smoothly upon his arrival in the glamorous, hedonistic metropolis of Vice City. Tommy is set up and loses everything. Sonny wants his money back, but the biker gangs, Cuban gangsters, and corrupt politicians stand in his way. Most of Vice City seems to want Tommy dead. His only answer is to fight back and take over the city himself. So, like you guys said, it is pretty much a Scarface ripoff for sure. Um, but what did you guys think of the story? And uh, did you pay attention to the dialogue and the cutscenes in between the missions?
1: For sure. Um, it was, uh, you know, I felt like GTA 3 was very, uh, you had to like make yourself that character because he had nothing to offer. But in Vice City, you felt like you were against the world. It was, you were Tommy Versetti against the world and it was a cool era. And it, it man, you, you just really felt like you were uh going to become something. You had a chance to take over the city and I'll never forget how cool it felt, man. It felt so good. Yeah, I mean, coming
2: up, you know, like we make all the allegories to, to Scarface and everything coming over from that. And, you know, like Wes said, in GTA 3, your your character had no personality. And in Vice City, you know, they had Ray Liotta doing the voice work. Yep. And oh my God, did it just... Oh, good. It, that is what pulled you into mm-hmm. that whole becoming the character of Tommy Versetti. Like, the reason that game absorbed you so much is because... You had character at that point. You had a personality. You were the tough guy in this town. And just the interactions between you and all of the other characters, you know, the conversations, like you said, the cutscenes and stuff, you sit in there and you you almost have to, I mean, I know you could skip them, but after you die and have to watch it for the fourth <laughs> time, you do skip them. But the first time they come across, you're just like, this is so good. And it really is what gave that whole game its, it's lifeblood. I mean, there's a lot of other things that are great about it, but the voice actors and everything just I I'm sure it wasn't the first like you know really professionally voice acted game, but it was it's the first one in my memory that I was like, holy the voice acting in this is really really good.
3: yeah, I just uh, yeah I'll mirror what they said I was enthralled in the story as well. I had not seen scarface prior to it, but I always hear the the uh, comparison so I did see it around the same time I was playing the game or a little after I'm like, wow, it's pretty much. Scarface is Vice City, the the movie essentially. Oh, so, but uh, yeah, I especially early on because you know you, you play it so often, you remember especially that first two three hours when you're still on the first island. There's mm-hmm. so many weird and wacky characters, and I don't think the other games they they got some weirdos in there, but Vice City just had uh, a great cast from the. You know the coke dealer on the mm. on the ship, to the the porn star director, to just everybody. Yeah, you just they're all so memorable in a way. It's really right. good, and even cooler too with GTA Three. Some of them were carried well carried over from Three, but it was set you know ten mm. years prior to that game. So it's kind right. of cool to see like younger versions of those characters mm. and everything. So. For sure. Yeah.
0: You guys mentioned Ray Liotta. I I I recognize the voice. I don't think I ever realized that it was him. But now that you say it, it's like, oh yeah. Um I loved the dialogue and stuff, but as a kid, I was notorious for skipping cutscenes because I just wanted to play the game. So, I'll be honest, I don't know if I've ever watched every single cutscene of this game because as a kid, I probably skipped it, and now I've played it so much, I just skip them anyways um i'm sure i did at some point but did you all um watch all the cutscenes every time you play it or do you you tend to skip them
1: i mean I, like- I i was so immersed in the game i did and i uh i loved the atmosphere of the game i just felt like it was so it just sucked you in man the radio stations the cutscenes. It was the it was the one GTA game that I will play differently, or I did play differently than I played all the others. You know, a lot of the others you go go and uh, just try getting the missions done, but not that one, man. Not Vice City. I mean, yeah, uh, I watched all the cutscenes as as you play through it. I feel like it's almost necessary
2: for this game because they it gives you so much more background and feel on what you're about to go do. And like I said you die and then you have to rewatch it. So after that, you start skipping it. Cause you can only really stand to watch a couple of those about twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I think if you, if you're playing the game, you have to watch them all at least the first time you hit them. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, definitely. Yep. I agree with Joe on that one. All right. So let's get to the gameplay. So
0: Grand Theft Auto Vice City is an action adventure game played from the third person perspective. You control Tommy Versetti and you complete missions, linear scenarios with set objectives to progress through the story. It is possible to have several uh, missions available at a time, as some missions require the player to wait for further instructions or events. Outside of the missions, the player can freely roam the game's open world and has the ability to complete optional side missions. Composed of the two main islands and several smaller areas, the world is much larger in area than earlier entries in the series. And the islands are unlocked for the player as the story progresses. You can run, jump, drive vehicles, navigate the world. You can use melee attacks, firearms, and explosives to fight enemies. Uh, some of the cool firearms, we got the Colt Python, an M60 machine gun, and a minigun, which I love using the minigun. Uh, the game's three-dimension environment allows a first-person view while aiming the sniper rifle and rocket launcher. And in addition, the game's combat allows you, the player to commit drive-by shootings by facing sideways in a vehicle. The game provides the player with a wide variety of weapon options. They can also be purchased from local firearm dealers, found on the ground, retrieved from dead enemies, or found around the city. So I believe there are 24 main uh, storyline missions. And then uh, you've got your property missions. You can do your assets, which some, some have to be done in order to finish the story, but some don't have to be. Uh, what were your thoughts on like the main missions?
1: I think we all hate the uh, RC uh, helicopter mission. Um, no, uh, love that one. Uh, I mean, that's that's, that's the one that stands out to me. <laughs> See,
2: I, I think that one stood out uh, just because you've been playing the game for a while now, right? You're, you've got your kind of groove in. You, you know how you're driving around because at this point you're on the other island, aren't you?
0: Um, uh no you're oh, you're on the you're just, on the first because yeah. it's one. Uh, it's avery that you you do it for and there's uh there's that big building you got to blow up
2: but so the point is you've you've learned the third person action at this mm-hmm. stage yeah and then suddenly you're like okay i gotta go blow up a building and then it completely changes the gameplay on you you're like driving yep. this little rc <laughs> helicopter you have to go up and down the three floors of this building it flies like on. ass it does fly like ass <laughs> and the worst part is when you're going up the the stairways yeah. you run into the damn wall and then it just spins you into the other wall and you're bouncing back and forth like a yeah. pin. it's uh but <laughs> i remember that that mission gave me a lot of trouble back when the game first you know came
1: the, out. The, the juxtaposition to that mission is the final mission for me like you want to talk about scarface
3: you're Let's defending your
1: house it's the <laughs> final mission
3: yeah and
1: yeah. you're just like yeah it it feels so good yeah well let's let's talk more about this
0: RSC mission real quick okay so i have to get my secret is
3: you got to do it a lot then it's not so hard (laughs) well here's the thing so i do it 20 times and it's fine
0: no joke i've never failed that mission i the first attempt i ever did way back in the day i beat it and so it wasn't until recently i was I was online and I saw this, this, uh, article with like the hardest missions in games. Can we just give you your,
1: can we take a pause in the podcast so you can just pat yourself on the back, captain? (laughs) Yeah. Hey,
0: I'm just, just want to be honest. Okay. Wes. (laughs) Don't make me mute you. But anyways, I saw this on the list and I couldn't, I didn't understand it. Like you guys say it controls bad, but I feel like it wasn't bad. Like use the R2 and the L2 to turn. Right. And then you could push forward to go to move the helicopter forward. And then you've got, was it, um, one of them, like one button, like lifts you off the ground and stuff. Like I would basically go to the stairwell, hover there, and then just fly straight up and then keep going. You got enemies that you could just like hit them with the helicopter blades and it kills them. That's super fun. But yeah, I just, I never thought it was that hard. Um...
1: Well, Kyle? Joe, Joe, and, I not... Joe no, no, no. and I know. Joe and
0: I know. Well, we want to hear from Kyle. You know Kyle mentioned a little bit about like playing it 20 times, but what do you see your impression on that mission, Kyle?
3: Uh, well, I'm not Mr. Perfect like you, but uh, <laughs> it does take a couple of tries. But I feel maybe, you know, you've done it a lot. Um, yeah, I definitely, I think first time or two, definitely struggle with that. But like I said, when I was playing it, you know, later on on the Xbox or um, the tablet or now the PS4 version, which I think anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but the remasters, they actually added more time to it. One of the tricky things with that particular mission is you do not have a lot of time to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I find you go to the top first and work your way yep. down. Personally, I think it's the way to go. But I swear the newer version added more time. <laughs> I had zero issues playing it on the PS4. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I think, uh, Cap, what you were saying, that's kind of the way to go. You just, a little bit at a time, go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. It's tricky, but it's not difficult. And, again, maybe you got to play it several times. I didn't Mm -hmm. think it was super hard, but it is definitely, I think – one of the harder ones than in the entire GTA series. but <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I'm telling you that one from San Andreas is way harder. That
3: one's way harder. Yes. Yeah. Cause I remember Talk playing that one.
0: Stuff. Yeah. I remember playing, you know, that one after Vice City, I'm like, Oh, it's a flying mission. I could do this. So, like I have no problem with the RC helicopter one. And it was like the, the controls were so different. It It sucked um but time you brought up time i hate time in video games me like, as just, well bro it's such it's just <laughs> such a, a way to to create like artificial difficulty yes. you know it's like because then you rush and you mess up and that's cool that they possibly added time to the definitive version um i'll have I to play that they one. Did,
3: but anyone can I correct say. me if i'm wrong on that one right because yeah
0: even when you like can get through that mission quickly you still don't have that much time like it you've got to hustle and try not to get shot because that's always the worst part is like when your, when your helicopters gets blown up by the guy shooting at you. But, um, some of the other missions, you know, we talked about Avery. He does that. You've got Cortez, uh, the, and then he's on his boat. You got, uh, Diaz who you kind of come into contact with, uh, Lance kind of joins with you and stuff. I tell you what, when I first met Lance, I was not a fan of him. I just felt like something, something was going on with him. Something was wrong. Yeah. Lance Vance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. What'd you, what'd you guys think about some of those characters and stuff?
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of them uh, you just couldn't trust at that point in the game when they got to you, 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 you just didn't know what to think was going to happen. Um, the game did a great job of like, you were just on an Island And it was all you. Let him in, but not too close. That's how I felt.
2: Mm -hmm. uh, Cortez was good. I liked him. Um, The other... Diaz was by far my favorite. Like, of all the other characters in the game, I loved his just crazy antics, shooting the TV, kicking tables over, you know, yelling all the time, Mm. uh, voiced by Luis Guzman. Just his all the writing for him i laughed almost every single cut scene he was in
3: yeah. surrounded by dickheads yeah I'm surrounded <laughs> by that was dickheads. Like that's
2: my favorite line <laughs> you know what everybody wants a fast boat
3: <laughs> i think i said earlier just that's a very colorful cast of characters i love the uh the diner order i know he was uh i, I blanking on his name right off hand but kind of that uh Hispanic stereotype with the mustache, the Mm -hmm. fortune teller Cleo, I think was her Mm name. I forget. (laughs) But I uh, say,
0: I I think it's is it Miss Cleo? But I'm like, or is that just that lady that was on TV? Could
3: be, could be. So many. Yeah, that's that's definitely a a very unique cast of characters. I I always liked in that game. Mm -hmm. I really Danny Trejo. That's that's, yeah. I was gonna say that had to be Danny Trejo again. Like I said, the the
2: voice cast in this game
0: is phenomenal. Yeah, I really like Cortez. Um, He's just kind of down to earth and, you know, never got too crazy. Like you mentioned, Diaz. Diaz was so crazy. He was definitely my favorite character. Um, but I think I liked the Cortez missions more. I mean, plus that's how you met Mercedes, right? And everyone likes Mercedes. <laughs> um, exactly. I And I one of the things about gameplay I really liked is how you know, you just start on that first island and you can't even go to the other island. So they let you really get your bearings, figure it out this island before just opening it up um, completely. And I remember I didn't even realize that the they mentioned like on the radio that the islands were, the bridges were closed and stuff. Did you guys catch that like the first time you played it?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because I remember I some of the first things you hear when you get into the car for the first time. Like yeah. Hurricane Hermione is...
2: They talk yeah. about it, I think, when you're on your way to the the coke deal that goes bad. Mm-hmm. Like, in that very, very first scene. And then, I think I, I heard it later, and I was like, so there's another island, and you know, you have your map and your thing, and I was trying to get over to it, and then you run into the barricades mm-hmm. that say that the bridge is closed.
3: I know you mentioned Lance Vance. I know uh, you really grow to hate that character, especially <laughs> later in the game. I know we'll, we'll get to that. If you play the Vice City stories on PSP, he's in that game as well and you already go in he's a crap character in that game but you go in just already hating him and they mm-hmm. play to that very very well actually mm, nice. highly recommend if you ever get to play that stories um yeah set before vice city so mm-hmm. you'll hate him even more in that game
0: <laughs> i didn't know that was possible that's such awesome a,
3: such a dick <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, along with the main missions, you obviously have the uh, the asset properties you can buy. So you've got Versetti Estate that you can do obviously after you take out Diaz, and then you got the Malibu Club, Phil's Place, Kaufman Cabs, Viceport Boatyard, Cherry Popper Ice Cream Factory, Interglobal Studios, Printworks, Sunshine Autos, and the Pole Position Club. Uh, what were some of those uh, those asset? properties that you could buy what were some that stood out to you guys
2: probably one of my favorite ones it just for the uh, a little bit of nostalgia and then just the goofiness of it was the Kaufman cabs (laughs) I love crazy tax in the arcades Mm -hmm and that is essentially you know i think there's what three asset missions for each place basically so the first two for coffin i think is just basically crazy taxi You're like go here get this guy yep. get him to place x it doesn't matter if your cab is destroyed smoking whatever when you get there you just got to get him there mm-hmm. and then the last one is the opposing taxi company fakes you out gets you into this closed like uh destruction derby arena and you have to survive all these cars basically trying to slam you and blow you up, and then like the boss car comes in, you gotta kill that guy. It's
0: just mm-hmm.
2: outlandishly fun. Just a good, a good set of missions, I thought.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish wish for that one where it was more like destruction derby instead of just needing to avoid those cars for a certain yeah. amount of time. Like it would be kind of cool if you just had to like you know blow them up and stuff.
3: So good. Yeah. A lot of GTA games come with built-in Crazy Taxi. That's always a fun side mission. You just hijack a taxi and hey, Crazy Taxi for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I approached it like I was trying to get all the small stuff until I could get the Versetti Estate. You know, get mm-hmm. the big building. And uh, but I I loved it all, procuring it all, and owning the city that was the main thing in this game is you wanted to own the freaking town
2: mm-hmm. every piece of property yes yep, that you yep. could
1: get that's what you wanted to do you wanted to it it painted you into a a, a corner that you just wanted to take over the world
2: yeah even mm-hmm. if you're not a completionist type person i think Knowing that these pieces are around the city and each one unlocks more and more stories and different yes, things yep. to do, it pulls you into that completionist point. You're like, Oh, I have to have all of the businesses and see everything that the game has to offer. A hundred percent, man. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't uh, need to own an ice cream <laughs> company, but I must have it.
1: Yes. Right. 100%, <laughs> yeah. dude. Exactly.
3: Not Sunshine I, Auto does yeah. it up uh of a, a racing circuit too. You actually go around yeah. and mm-hmm. collect car, you know, Grand Theft Auto, all the cars. Um that was a lot of fun to try to hunt mm-hmm. some, some of those. The things.
2: racing circuits get hard, too.
3: You got to <laughs> use the
0: right car, Joe. Got to use the yeah. right car. So, I love Sunshine Autos. That was probably the the asset missions I liked the most. I just really enjoyed having that list of cars and needing to find them around the city. <laughs> now most of them obviously have spaces you can find them pretty easily there's also some that are completely random and are super annoying to find i think uh, in the cartridge club discord we were talking once the virgo was always one that was super hard for me to find but yeah. for some reason on my recent playthrough i found it immediately um, one of the yeah. things i tend to do is like i tried to buy some assets that had garages so then when i was driving around doing other missions and stuff like if i saw a car i knew i needed i would grab that parking into a garage so that when it came up on the list i could just go and grab it that's uh, a good idea <laughs> yeah it's it helped it's one, especially yeah. this time but there are still some uh that are just tough to find that are just annoying but i just i don't know i always enjoyed it it's it's not a difficult mission but it's just they're just kind of fun and then for the racing missions the cheetah pretty much at sunshine autos i filled up my entire garage in that lower portion with just cheetahs cheetahs everywhere basically if i crashed my cheetah i ran and grabbed a new one because that car was fast and it controlled perfectly like it had such good handling um so that would be my suggestion for the racing missions is you got to use the cheetah Um, was there any particular cars that you guys like to drive around a well,
3: cheetah, of course, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're great with those, yeah. That's that's the best one, I think.
1: Man, I, I, it's been you know, what, what are we looking at 10 years, 20 years since I played it? Probably not. Uh, I, <laughs> the cheetah sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the I can't remember what the hell it was
2: called, it was the one that looks like a convertible Porsche, looks like the 911s. And that one I felt kind of like you're saying with the cheetah, Mm -hmm. the control on that one was really good. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think is exemplified in the gameplay. Like all the different cars control very, very differently. And some of them you discover, like you can't use the handbrake in some of these cars (laughs) because you will roll. Yeah. But on the same token, some of them just the regular brakes won't turn, won't help you turn like at all. Mm -hmm. And some of them it's a combination and it's a real learning thing.
0: Yeah. Well that's I remember I never wanted to drive a land stalker or a rancher because I swear Those every time I took a turn, boom, just rolls. Yeah. All and the time they'd roll over. Hopefully it would land on its tires so it wouldn't blow up, but sometimes it did. Um I really liked the motorcycles, the was it the PCJ four hundred or whatever. I yeah. loved it, but yeah. I would always want to go so fast and then like you couldn't turn very fast, then I'd run into something and there,
3: there goes Tommy of it. flying. Yeah. The, I do love the, the seats on those there, things. Man. Were lined with gas, Vaseline. You just uh-huh. <laughs> slight bump, woo, you're flying,
0: yeah, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, you and I were talking uh, in the in the chat about the was it the driver for the Malibu Club? Oh, I hated that mission, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, that so is, tell us tell us about that one.
2: That is arguably, in my opinion, the worst mission. In the game, um, you have to. So this is after you get to the Malibu Club. You're setting up the bank job. You've got your safe cracker. You've got uh, uh, Phil, the shooter, and then you have to get a wheelman. And they're like, you have to race Hillary around basically the southern portion of the first island, and it's just a big loop. But he makes almost no mistakes. And then as soon as you pass the police station, you immediately wanted level two, the cops start coming after you. And I think we'll all attest that the people in vice city are the worst drivers in the planet. Yes. So the second someone gets in front of you, hits you, flips you, does something stupid, he's gone and you're not catching. him. And I must've replayed that mission 35, 40 freaking times. Cause there's no time limit, but your car is just not on the same level as his. And then, like I said, like the cops come out of nowhere sometimes and hit you. And it's just so
0: frustrating. (laughs) Yeah, I believe what he has a saber turbo and you have like a sentinel or something like that. Yeah, you Um, get like a generic Mercedes is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Which I will. I'm not going to lie. I used to kind of cheat that mission. So I would take my cheetah and park it close by yeah, and switch. and then i would get out of that car get into the cheetah <laughs> and beat it but for some reason when i was playing it this time i tried it a couple times and the car kept disappearing i was like mm. how did i get this to work wow. before so i actually did have to beat it with the sentinel which it didn't take too many chances or no. turn times just because you know i've played this game so much over the years but there was no way when i first played the game back when it came out i could not beat it with the sentinel
3: There was no way. Yeah, You're out horse-powered. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, So yeah, that one, that was, I liked the Malibu Club, but I remember getting to that mission like, this sucks. Yeah. The Malibu was the last set of missions I did. Yep. I think me too.
3: It is a fun club to visit, though. You get uh, the village (laughs) people in there.
0: (laughs) It is. So I think that that covers kind of our our favorite missions, least favorite and stuff. Uh, Did anyone else have anything to say about missions at all?
3: I remember one that stood out was um, you're on the bike and you're jumping from rooftop to roof. This is a little bit later in the game. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get to a spotlight, which has... Well, <laughs> but uh that was so much fun just uh because you're jumping rooftop to rooftop little narrow windows you gotta jump through
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh that was kind of a tough one as well but not as hard yeah. as some of those other ones we were talking about but definitely a very memorable one and more, most fun
2: so. mm-hmm. yeah that was for the film studio yeah yeah and you're uh, trying yeah. to like put the candy sucks up on the spotlight mm-hmm. yeah and like you like you said you were
1: like promoing for that right Yeah, Yeah,
2: something like that. And like Kyle said, that the motorcycle seat has Vaseline on it, man. Mm -hmm. And you you jump these roofs, and you don't have much distance to stop before you hit the edge. And the number of times that I would just fall off. Or I'd come off the bike, and the bike would fly off of the roof. And you're like, well, (laughs) son of a Now i got to jump back down, (laughs) go do it again.
3: Right. You're Um, stuck on a skyscraper, and your bike's down there smoking in the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It was a frustrating mission too. I agree. That's, yeah.
0: that's a good one. But memorable. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That one, it's so much fun, but I felt like the motorcycle was too brittle. Like, like you said, you didn't have a lot of room to stop. So sometimes like you would hit something and f- luckily you'll st- you would stay in the building, but then all of a sudden your bike's already smoking hmm. and you haven't even gotten to the first checkpoint of where the first set of stairs goes down. But then even with the, t- the checkpoint, sometimes, your bike would blow up or you'd fall down and then you couldn't find another bike to keep the mission going. So it's like, Oh, I might as well just fail it on purpose. Yeah. But it was I definitely, definitely did fun. that.
2: I did that a couple of times where mm-hmm. I'd fail a mission and the place where I was versus where I had to go
0: to restart, I would just jump in the water and die. Yeah. So like taxi cab back. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. The, the, the porn film studio was definitely a, uh, some memorable missions and stuff. All right, let's then go ahead to 100%ing the game. So 100%ing the game requires you to, I've got this pulled up because it's a ton. You need to complete all 24 main storyline missions, all 13 gang missions, all five phone assassination missions, all asset missions. You need to complete the five vehicle submissions. You need to complete the four off-road challenges, the three RC missions, you need to win all six street races, win all three stadium events, complete all four chopper checkpoints, complete all four Sunshine Auto's vehicle lists, earn 45 points at the ammunition shooting range, buy nine safe all nine safe houses, rob all 15 stores, complete all 35 rampages, complete all 36 stunt jumps, and collect all 100 hidden packages. That is a ton. Have any of you ever 100%ed this game?
1: Nope, I have yeah, Wes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go, Wes.
2: Kudos. Yeah, to you. <laughs> I uh,
1: I have my save file still on my old PS2 memory card that has my Madden replays, the whole nine yards. I still have it, and mm-hmm. I uh wow. Yeah, it's it's insane, and it's really fun to go back to to put in that old memory card and just see what I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I went all in on this game. That's where I say you got one Grand Theft Auto game in you in a lifetime. I I, I don't say it like you can't play the other ones. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to go all in on one and really get the hundy, you Mm -hmm. you got one in you in a lifetime. Because when the next one comes out, you just want to beat the story. Right. That's fair.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know you could rob stores. You know, I was reading yeah. this list before we started the the podcast. I was like, you could do that. Yeah, you like, just aim at the clerk. So much. Wow, I've I've missed so much of this game. Now I feel like I need 100 percent it, but at the same time, I don't want to do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Dude, My it, issue
3: it's
1: it's a it's a insanity uh, situation for mm-hmm. sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My issue is you spent you know, 12 or 15 or whatever hours you spent doing all just the main stuff Mm -hmm. and the asset properties. Some of those side missions are so irritating to me. Like the races are very difficult. The off-road challenges especially are very hard because you have to run that land stalker around that
3: Mm -hmm.
2: bumpy course. And again, you did that thing just rolls on a dime, you know, it's, it's just more than I was ever willing to put in. I went and back in the day, I found the hundred packages because mm. spawning that attack helicopter down at the beach was amazing
3: yeah uh, but well worth it
1: yeah
2: never never bothered actually
0: 100 percent everything <laughs> and and you shouldn't dude. <laughs> <laughs> so wes since you have are the only one that have done it do you remember what you got for 100 percent? i, I believe
1: you get uh i'd have to go uh, back and look and i can't remember what it says but you get a shirt for tommy versetti that says something like I can't remember, man. It says something like I've I've beat this game and all I got with this was this shirt, like something. <laughs> yeah. And once I got that, <laughs> I was so happy. And in this era of my life, I did a lot of stupid shit. Like I went to GameStop and Blockbuster to buy a PSP and a uh, rented uh, SmackDown versus Raw game. So that I can l- unlock Jake the Snake on a SmackDown versus Raw game. I was like all about 100% in games. Yeah. And so I had to get it done. And mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and see what the shirt says, but it's you get mm-hmm. this shirt and it's it's stupid. You look cooler in your suit. Yeah. But <laughs> it's the just, shirts, uh, it's, yeah. Right.
2: It's just yeah. a white shirt that says,
0: I completed Vice City
2: and all yes. I got was this lousy so, t shirt. Yeah, yep. like yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that, that's cool. But, I guess you're supposed to get other stuff. So you get 200 maximum health bar, 200 maximum body armor, which honestly at the at that point in the game, you don't need. Why you don't need that, you know? Yeah. What else are you doing? Auto Because you're not
1: going to play it anymore after that. I know, dude. right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a terrible terrible reward. You get auto replenishing ammunition for your weapons, which is cool, but again, something that would be more useful to you earlier. You can double the vehicle strength. You have the ability to recruit 3 bodyguards at the Versetti estate.
2: The double vehicle strength is really the only one that I think would be good. (laughs) Right. But again, not really useful after you 100% the game. And the
1: thing is, is I don't think I played more than five minutes after I got the shirt. (laughs) Once I got the shirt, I was just like, okay. Done. Yep.
3: (laughs) Yep. Yeah, you mentioned uh, a lot of things. Oh, a brief counterpoint once you get going on some of those, uh, you really don't want to stop playing. You get so addicted. Like, Hey, I can go and do uh, all these dirt bikes. Like I really should go, but I really want to deliver some pizzas. (laughs) And it's just kind of this, uh, you know, you you get so caught up in the game that Mm -hmm. it is a lot to do, but really once you get going, you know, you you get on a roll, it's not so overwhelming, but it is still a lot. Highly recommend the hidden packages. though. those were always fun to find. Mm -hmm. And, um, like Joe mentioned, you get that sweet attack chopper if you find all 100. That is so much fun to fly around.
2: The hunter. And I
3: think for every 10 mm-hmm. packages, you do get uh, a firearm delivered to all your hideouts. So yeah, um, save money not having to, you know, spend yeah, money. In run the run back to right and save yep.
2: and get all your stuff back. Right. So those are the worth attack...
3: finding. Mm-hmm.
2: The attack helicopter at some point does start showing up on the military base. Yeah, but. Then you have to go in there and get it, which is not
0: particularly easy. (laughs) That's not very fun when they're all shooting at you as soon as you get on the base. (laughs) That's honestly the only way I've ever flown it because I didn't know you got it for the 100 packages because I've gotten a lot of them, but never all of them. And so, yeah, I used to try and sneak on the base. And then sometimes you'd get there and it wasn't even there. And you're like, oh, great. I just ran through all this gunfire for nothing.
3: (laughs) I'm not getting out alive. Yeah.
2: At the southern point of the first island, there's, like, a wooden helipad next to mm-hmm. the water, okay. and that's where it spawns. Got it.
0: Well, the next time I play this game, which I play it, like, every year or, or every two years, I should probably 100% it, just, just to say that I've done it. Um, So, maybe.
1: I've got a save file cap that I'm at, like, 89.9%. Yeah. In addition to my 100%, but uh, we got one that if you just want to see what happens, yeah. you can start,
0: start I don't. There. I don't cheat. I'm not Mega Dan, okay? I <laughs> play <Wow>. games legitimately. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we can't talk anymore about this game without talking about the music. I okay. Think.
1: Okay. I was glad you yeah. were. I was waiting to say <laughs> that I think this is the linchpin of what makes it the best Grand Theft Auto game ever made. Agreed. Mm-hmm yeah i think everybody agrees with that because it's it's the atmosphere it creates and what i love about what you're bringing up here is i think all four of us have played this game differently because of the soundtrack we played the game with i can agree to that Mm -hmm. yeah so for me and this is gonna piss a lot of people off (laughs) i i fucking hate 80s rock I oh, hear. dude. All right. You're out. Get out so, of here. Bro. So so, so V-Rock, That's V-Rock for me, V-Rock can head. go fuck itself. I don't love wow. the 80s rock music, but we had Wave 10, uh, what Wave
2: 103. You know? Yes, 103. That was my choice.
1: Yes, because <laughs> I loved one. New Wave at the time. I've always been an alt guy. Like, I've always been off the beaten path. So you had Wave 103. You had K-Chat. You had, you know, the Flash Channel. And then you had V Rock for those guys that wanted to jerk off and listen to like (laughs) stripper music. You know, it was, but we could all play the game in our own different way with what we like to listen to. It was so freaking cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Wave 103 and 98.3 Emotion. With that.
1: That's a good station. Yeah. Those, those are ballads. my two favorite stations so. by far. And mm. I don't know if anybody's looked up how much it costs to get the Vice City box set on CD. It's stupid expensive now. Like that just tells you how crazy uh the soundtrack was. Yeah.
2: Mm. They they picked an excellent soundtrack. Like whoever whatever group of guys got together, guys, <laughs> yeah. girls, developers, mm. and said, let's pick soundtracks, they hit that out of the park.
1: So my favorite thing in the whole soundtrack is, uh, you know, the song, I, I just died in your arms arms tonight. tonight. Oh God. But at the very end, the DJ, the the song (laughs) dovetails off and he goes, must have just been something you say. ah?" (laughs) And I've always loved that. And I throw it into episodes randomly. And I know people that watch them have no idea what I'm talking about, but uh, that's my favorite thing in the whole, whole game. Mm -hmm. and it all is it's so so silly that it's all about the soundtrack
2: it is Mm -hmm. and that's when you ask people about Vice City too though That is universally almost always the thing that gets brought up. Oh, Vice City, that soundtrack was amazing. Yeah. yes, The game itself was also really, really good, but the soundtrack is the thing that stuck with everybody.
1: Because you spend so much time. There's so much dead time in the game that we don't realize, right? Driving from island to island or in the car. And what are you doing? You are listening to this awesomeness of whatever channel meant something to you you know there could be somebody on us that was on wave 103 the other person's listened to k chat other person's on V Rock. we experience the game differently than the other person and you can't you, you can't recreate that so it's mm-hmm. like your time with vice city is unique That's and different nice. than yeah. maybe what someone else's experience was right all right, Kyle, can you
0: talk some sense into these two about what the best station is?
3: What well, is V Rock? Hey,
1: Kyle, think, uh, <laughs> no, Kyle, but, you're about to get freaking throat punched. But, but, yeah, that wave is pretty darn good. I actually. See? It's not pretty darn good. You might want to choose your words differently. It's really damn good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> v Rock emotion, because that's where all the power ballads are. Yeah. I actually like Flash as well. That's kind of the pop music of its time. Has uh, I think that's the station with, like, Billie Jean from Michael Jackson. So those are, I, I think, a, a top three in there. But I want to give a shout out to the public radio, Vice City Public Radio. Oh, dude, because it's a parody. It's a parody
1: channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Those, there's some there's nonsense three on Three or four news, episodes too. that are hosted by Maurice Chavez, award-winning host. <laughs> but highly recommend those. Those uh, always, always make me laugh. Yeah, like the they, uh, episode with the nudist and the priest yep. and mm-hmm. like some housewife. That was, I think, the best, the best episode. Well, yeah, they're um, just straight
1: parodies of what we hear as public radio.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, there was just one for of how that had one had and, uh... Uh... Yeah, because you have the the priest would eventually shoot the nudist. It's like. And the host, Maurice, like, there's complete pandemonium. There's blood and pubic hair everywhere in the studio with me, award-winning and talented Maurice Chavez. (laughs) Yeah, so great. All right.
0: Well, before I announce my favorite, um, Cartridge Club posted on Twitter, and you had to reply with your favorite with a certain emoticon. And uh, so we'll just look at this real quick. We've got Rocket Sauce, went with V-Rock. Round 2 Gaming went with V-Rock. Kyle, you were on there with V-Rock. Stumptown Retro said V-Rock. And I said V-Rock. So not it's a, a single vote. a lot of wrong vote.
1: people because it's Wave 103. But not a, a
3: single vote to get.
0: for anybody else, which I, I do agree. I have listened to some of these stations here and there as I was, like, switching to V-Rock. And I might have caught a decent song somewhere else. But there is only one station that I listen to when I play this game, and it is V Rock. Oh, Literally, captain. like I get yeah, into a vehicle, wild, so. and like that is the first thing I do is like, all right, before I even drive, let's switch to the correct station. I mean, you captain, got... you
1: know, you know, we're brothers from different mothers, and nothing <laughs> will break us. But this might be the this might be the <laughs> freaking <might> be... thing.
0: <laughs> I'm just look listen to these songs. We got Madhouse. We got turn up the radio. We got Yankee Rose. We've got working for the weekend, bark at the moon, raining blood, I want to rock. I think this was the first time I ever heard actually heard bark at the moon More like, and now it's I one of my talk. favorite Aussie songs. Yeah. It's yeah, no, it's fantastic. But yeah, what what's super cool though is like you we have this great conversation about the music and that just shows you how good it was. Yeah. Like you said, this is why people a lot of people think this is one of the better GTA games. Is because the soundtrack is so phenomenal, which made when the definitive version came out, one of the big drawbacks, right? Yep. They lost so much of the licensing, so we lost so much of that good music.
2: That is one of the reasons that if you're going to play this game, you have to play the original on the
1: piece. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> mm-hmm. dude. 100%, Joe. Once you lose those
2: licenses. Yeah, yeah.
1: You- I, I think the the mm-hmm. the little bit of uh, sacrifice you make maybe on modern controls is, is totally worth it for the atmosphere you can gain with uh, the music. Mm-hmm.
3: I wouldn't go so far as to say I wasn't even... I, I like all music in general, but I wasn't huge on the 80s music, but I wouldn't really turn me on to more of the 80s rock and power ballads just thanks to Vice City. Mm-hmm. And again, a mini shout out to Vice City Stories. Not as great of a soundtrack, but lots of good songs on, on and, that And dude,
1: well. that game, that game, not to like derail us here, but for whatever reason, there's got to be something there because Vice City Stories on PS2 is climbing in price like hard. Really? Like, really? That's like a $56 $50. game right now. Wow. Damn. Nah, yeah, I think I, I still think. need that one. Buy now yeah i've, I've got yeah, not even digital on some of the yeah stories. i have liberty city stories too but dude vice city stories it's getting up wow. there bro
0: well next convention i think i know what i'm looking for yeah well, there you go Genesis games <laughs> um i think why i like v-rock so much though is my dad is a huge classic rock guy so growing Damn. up oh nice kyle he's got the vice city stories but yeah my dad's a huge classic rock guy so that was always what was on in the house that was always on in the radio when we traveled places. So it's just like, you know, listening to that in vice city is just something that kind of brings me back and like good memories of growing up as a kid. So,
1: yeah, I um, I think that's, I think there's a big part of why, you know, those of us here anyways, maybe connect with that differently. Cause I, I, I think San Andreas, we can maybe all agree is a superior game. And it offers more, um, but there's something about Vice City that's it, more than just the game. It's the atmosphere it creates. It's that '80s. It really draws you into an era, which I felt more drawn into because I, I I felt like San Andreas only draw drew you in to one aspect of the '90s, and that was the gangster rap aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vice City, you could feel it all depending on what you had the radio station dialed into, and yeah, connected with it way more.
3: Right, yeah. agreed. I so, don't think you could talk about radio either without uh, good old Lazlo. Kind of oh yeah, he's in every GTA game. Okay, yeah, so, oh yeah, is he? Yeah, wow. he's the the glue that connects the GTA universe. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: very. yeah, I loved Lazlo and V Rock. It was just some of the the comments he had and then like talking to other people like when who was it cousin ed calls in and he's the former mascot for for v-rock and stuff and they're arguing about like what Lazlo was doing and he's like you were in band in high school weren't you <laughs> and he's like yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh it's so good
3: that Lazlo has had quite a career just started in rock and gets fired and mm-hmm. goes to the west coast to do talk radio gets fired goes back to liberty city to do like more public access, gets fired. Mm-hmm. GTA Five, he's in West Coast again, doing like a I, I don't know they teamed him up with something that somebody that he hates. It's mm-hmm. oh, fired from every radio station he's been on. So
0: clearly, he's not that good of an employee. So he keeps being <laughs> fired everywhere.
1: <laughs>
3: but he's good on the ears. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That is for sure. Um, so before we actually kind of bring our final thoughts together, is there anything else, uh, any of you want to touch on that we have not talked about yet?
1: I mean, I think, I think, a, a big piece, uh, for it is, uh, you know, anytime you play a game, you got to take yourself back to the time when it came out. And for me, I remember when I bought my PS2 and it was Madno 3 Metal Gear Solid 2 and Vice City. And it was a very just your mind exploding moment of. Games could never get better than this. It was it was so cool. And yeah, we can go back in 2022 and play Vice City for the first time if you never did play it. And you may not experience what what we all did. Back when we actually popped it in for the first time. But when you can, th- if you can eliminate everything that's happened after and go back and, and, uh, appreciate what was available at the time, it, it was so groundbreaking. It, it was, uh, it was the perfect game at the perfect time.
3: I just like, uh, three vice and San Andreas. There's this connectivity in there, not just with Laszlo, but like some of the, radio DJs you know they would be later in GTA 3 later in the timeline they sound older but they're doing different things Um, even the lawyer that's in Vice City would appear in San Andreas you know he's hiding out in there Um, the main character from 3 who's never had a name I think they call him Claude would appear in San Andreas and GTA 3 Donald Love you know he's kind of the the entrepreneur, you know, you see a younger version of him and Vice City. So I just like that connectivity. And I think those three games really did it well. Expanded a little bit with those story games as well. But yeah, that's uh that's a good little mini universe they had going there.
0: Absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's kind of collect our overall thoughts here. So there's three things I'm gonna want you guys to answer for me. And uh, so it's would you play this game again? I want you to rate it on a scale of one to five. And unlike Curtis, I do allow halves. So you can do a four and a half if you want to. And then finally, where does this rank for you compared to the other GTA games? So
2: would you play it again? I mean, we just played it again. So I think we all know the answer to that, right? Like
3: play this game.
2: And, And if you've never played this game, you absolutely should play this game. It is, it is like Wes has said a number of times, it is considered by many people to be the best GTA. Uh, the soundtrack, the world, the atmosphere, the characters, the voice acting, it's all top, top notch. Rating it, I, I'm going to give it a four. And if you ask me this back when I first played it, like Wes said, it's it's a time thing. You know, you look at the GTAs that are out now, and obviously, the controls are better. The graphics are better. Things work better. There aren't as many kind of holdbacks. But if you go back to when it came out, you know, it blew your mind. You're like, holy, this is top top of the line graphics. The music's amazing. Everything's so good. And some of that going back to play it now. I haven't played it since 2002, three, whatever. And I go back now, and there's just some things that really hold it back in terms of the lack of control. So I found that anytime you had to do like sniper missions or really get precise aiming, it was almost impossible. Yeah. The the fact that you you just immediately drown in water is frustrating <laughs> as hell, particularly when a number of missions take place on boats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, "Oh, and especially when you're like on a boat and you're not driving it. You're like you're on the boat trying to shoot people." And you take a step over so that you can get a better beat on a guy and you walk off the thing because the camera angle was awful
3: <laughs> it's one huge death trap that was yeah. anything blue is just death yeah it's it was
2: super frustrating sure some of the graphics are kind of blocky I can forgive the graphics I don't I think the graphics actually still held up pretty decently most of my arguments come down to controls mm-hmm As far as ranking it amongst the other GTA games, like I said, I've only really played three Vice City and then San Andreas, and it's absolutely going to be the top of that order for me.
3: Yeah, so I forget the order, but ranking it, I hate giving grades to games. I I try to avoid that. I would give it a 4.5. It is so fantastic, but um, I suppose when compared to something like San Andreas, even though Vice City has a much better atmosphere and story, in my opinion, and definitely characters. I did like San Andreas because you could swim. You could climb things. You have a, kind of a manual aim, too. Uh, I think it really re redefined the controls a little bit. So And not to mention, it's literally like three times bigger than Vice City. So they, they pulled out all the stops for that one. And, you know, you can fly planes actually in that game you couldn't really in the previous gtas you could do the chopper but planes never work um would i play it again yes and probably will continue i didn't uh, finish my ps4 you know remaster version but i might try to do the 100 on that one just for the trophies and stuff i'm not a trophy hunter myself but it'd be kind of fun looking forward to that and where it ranks with the other gtas I think it's one of the best. I think I would throw it right up there with San Andreas. They're just kind of a good one-two. Um, the modern one, Sculter. I really love GTA V. Very cinematic. He got three characters, um, sh- hundreds of hours of, of playtime there. Especially when you take it online, there's a lot to do on there too. But it just didn't match that atmosphere, just that personality that Vice City has. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, like we're looking at, at, uh,
1: rating things over a spectrum of time. Um, I think when it came out in 2002, it was the best video game you could have bought at the time in 2002, uh, over time looking at it, I would say it probably a four out of five, if we're rating it in 2022, because the controls are very, very, very dated and you have to, You have to like play it for like almost an hour to get yourself back into that space to learn how to play it on the spectrum of uh Grand Theft Auto games. As much as I don't like to say this, GTA 5 was released on PS3, Xbox 360, PS4, PS5, (laughs) and it's still getting new stuff. So, I gotta say, this is the second best GTA game of all time GTA five being one, this being two, Saint Andreas being three, then I'll go Saint Andreas on down the line. Um <laughs> would I play it again? Absolutely. Actually, had I not been uh, invited, and, and thank you so much, Captain, for inviting me onto this, I fired up my old save file, uh, not the 100% save file, mm-hmm. the uh, 86, 89% save file that I had, because um, I just wanted to fuck around and find out, and uh, I love it. I still love it, but it, uh, y- y- you got to give it its gratitude that I don't think we would be here today had this game not been so good. And, and Grand Theft Auto 4, I think, is the, the Grand Theft Auto that kind of gets left behind because it was more rigid and it didn't have the the feel that the rest of them do. But it did a lot of good things. And I think Grand Theft Auto 5, I, mean, I think five City did so well that we're still uh, in this universe now where Grand Theft Auto is thriving and well. And it's a franchise that will never go away, I hope. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. So GTA (laughs) five. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's a blessing in our curve. Uh, Yeah. We haven't seen anything since.
0: Right. So uh, would I play this game again? Yes. I, like I said, I play it almost every year. Um, I love it. I love to go back to it. I get a a four and a half out of five. I know, uh, you know, Wes talks about grading in 2022, well, you know me, I don't, I don't talk about games, aging, you know, games don't all games age. Well, okay. In my opinion. <laughs> so when I grade a game, I grade it based on when it came out because it's not fair to compare it to new stuff because of course technology gets better. So that's but... why it was, nope, nope, nope. This is my turn. West. <laughs> <laughs> when it came out, it was a four and a half for me. Nowadays, it's still a four and a half. It'll always be a four and a half. Uh, I just love that game compared to other GTA games. I mean, I've I've only beaten three. I I could see where, or Kyle's talking about San Andreas has so much more to offer, and maybe once I get past that stupid flying mission, uh, I'll enjoy it more. Uh, three just doesn't have the personality. Like your character never talks or anything. I think we we brought that up earlier, and it just it, it really knocks it down a little bit. And I I need to finish four and actually finally get to five. So for me, Vice City is the my favorite because of the whole package. <laughs> You know, we talked about the music. That's one of the reasons I don't like San Andreas as much because I I can't find a station that I just love to listen to. You know, it's almost sometimes I just like turn the music off and I just put my own music on.
1: No, but dude, San Andreas, what I feel like with that is there are stations where I find a song that I like, Mm -hmm. but then I'm like looking on the next stations to find another song that I like. There's not just that station. You can set it and forget it.
3: Right. For sure. Like wave one Oh three
1: yeah
0: (laughs) exactly so yeah i'm gonna go with vice city as my favorite um so last thing that i always like to do and i were i guess not i don't because this is my first time hosting but i've seen other hosts do is are there any similar style games other than gta games um that you would recommend recommend that kind of play similarly to the gta's and gta vice city
1: man for me i think if uh it's in the rockstar family but if you haven't Done uh the uh Red Dead Redemption games, mm-hmm. that's what you, I was you're really, about. really, really missing out. Um so similar but so different. Um, and when we're talking a lot about soundtrack and stuff, you're gonna miss out on a lot of that. But it's more atmospheric. And if you just like riding around on a horse and having like just a free open world experience. But if if you're looking for the crime stuff, um, I always uh, have thought that the true crime streets of LA was pretty freaking cool Um, or whatever that game was called. I can't remember, but it was in the same era. Mm -hmm. Um, That game was good as well, but uh, I'd say red dead redemption. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. Like is of games
2: that I've played that I can think of that play very similar to this. Sure. Obviously it's going to, again, it's rockstar, but red dead redemption In in my opinion, there's not nearly enough people playing in the Western sandbox.
1: Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm.
2: there are almost no cowboy games out there. And Red Dead Redemption did it beautifully. And sure, like Wes said, you're not going to get the amazing soundtrack that you get from Vice City. But what I did find is, as I played the first Red Dead Redemption, at least, that there were some pieces of music that were put in there at moments that had so much more impact for sure than what you got from GTA. So now again, I haven't played four or five. I can't speak to that, but just, and, and as far as add-ons go, the undead nightmare for red dead redemption is a whole second
0: game. Oh, yep. And it's
1: so good. <laughs> yep. For sure. Brother, for sure.
0: Kyle, is there any that you had? Well,
3: yeah. I mean, dude, how can we keep this under an hour? I, I do love the open world games, one of my uh, favorite genres, so I could go on for another hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll keep it brief, though. I mean, you talked about, yeah, I, I agree with Red Dead. Um, shout out to Bully as well. Oh, awesome dude. Yeah. Kind of a Grand Theft Auto Jr. Yeah. Bully so good. Um, if you liked Vice City, though, I, I definitely would recommend the game that the Vice City is actually based on, Scarface. It's kind of Vice City-like. And it's fair, because Vice City kind of ripped off Scarface, Scarface, so they did the same. Kind of a alternate universe in Scarface. Um, slight spoiler, I guess. The character dies in the end. This takes place right before that, right before he gets shot in the back. You actually turn around and kill that guy and continue the story. So... As uh, I I think anyone who liked Vice would would like something like Scarface. It's very similar in a way, Um, maybe not quite as polished. It's still a little rough around the edges, but I think a lot of people would like that. So, but yeah, obviously games like Saints Row, it's Grand Theft Auto. Just the wackiness is turned up times one hundred. Mafia games are pretty good as well. Kind of that. uh, I think the first one's kind of like a 20s era style Mm -hmm. GTA game. So. Just cause, I could, you know, go on quite a bit. Shout out to you mentioned uh, West um true crime, yeah, Streets of L.A. That's kind of a little bit boring. I I definitely like the New York one. It's a little more a little more dense with stuff to do. I think uh, people would like that. And Sleeping Dogs, which is originally going to be part of that true crime series, but uh, it's set kind of like a Hong Kong. It's an open world. You do have guns and cars, but it plays out like a Chinese action movie it's a lot more fighting um picture something like you know like the Batman Arkham games just in a uh, Mm -hmm. modern you know urban setting you're just this kung fu guy definitely would recommend that one Sleeping Dogs I think doesn't get enough love so
0: awesome so like I love Vice City but for some reason I haven't like played any of these games that you mentioned they're all, all of like all of them are on my list Red Dead's next year I'm gonna play both of them um the mafia games I've heard good things of. The one that I wanted to mention, which I haven't played yet, but I want to play really soon was soon was LA Noir. I've heard that one oh, is yeah. very good. Um also by Rockstar. I don't know how similar it is, but I've heard I've heard people mention it's kind of similar to GTA.
1: It's so. re- it's really good, <laughs> but a little more uh oh it, it's slower because there's a lot of investigation. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it's really good, dude. Mm-hmm. So you should. And a Rockstar game, if I could, as we're uh, bouncing out, which I think is uh, their best game outside of uh, the Grand Theft Auto series that nobody talks about, is Max Payne 3. Max Payne 3 is so good. And frustratingly frustratingly hard at points. Um, But Max Payne 3, the story... I think everybody would connect to it. It's really good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your recommendations.
0: Um, that is going to do it for this episode of the Cartridge Club Game of the Month podcast. December's game, which it is currently right now, is Mortal Kombat. And then January will be Fantasy Star, one of the games that I have really looked forward to playing. I just need to actually get it on the Master System
1: first. <clears throat> well, I, I'm guessing uh, I won't be back for a while with those two games on the docket, but as soon as there's a game that m- <laughs> it means something to me, I'd love to be back, and I'm glad you had a, had me on, guys. Hell yeah. Um,
3: yeah, definitely. It's like- Once there's new wave, Wes will be back. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. (laughs) But one of those games. Right. Right.
0: So again, if you would like to get involved with the club, I'd encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cartridge Club NA. You can also visit our Discord for all kinds of discussion about past, present, and future games of the month. To those of you interested in supporting the club beyond a review on the podcast app of your choice, I'd like to mention that the club is entirely funded by pledges made from members of our community, and we are extremely grateful to those supporters. And if you're interested in becoming one of them, please look into how you can do that at patreon.com slash cartridge club. So last thing I want to do before we go is just get some plugs. Uh, one of the best parts about these podcasts are the guests and just getting to talk to you guys. Um, so why don't we go ahead and start with Wes? West. If you could just plug yourself, uh, tell people where they can find you on the interwebs.
1: Uh <clears throat> Good question, man. Uh, gaming off the grid. Um, that's our YouTube handle. We have social media stuff. I don't do any of the social media <clears throat> stuff. So gaming off the grid. YouTube. If you want to fuck around and find out, check us out. <laughs> and uh, Joe. Uh, Twitch and Twitter. Uh, SNES is life and
2: SNES is life. And I've been, I think back in 2017, I started with the goal of Playing every Super Nintendo game released in North America, and as far as tonight, as of this recording, I'll be playing my 400th game. For the Super oh, that's Nintendo. awesome.
1: Hey, Not beating them all, nowhere near life. beating
0: them all, no, yeah, but playing them. <laughs> but playing <laughs> is them. Is
3: oh, all.
1: oh hell yeah!
3: The cool rises to favorite. the top,
0: brother. There you go. And <laughs> hey, what about you, Kyle?
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess uh Twitter, <clears throat> Kyle underscore three two five underscore again because kyle on 325 was taken uh and youtube i'm just game time with kyle haven't done much on there um but uh, we got a few videos to post um i think next april will be 10 years on youtube but i'm not very active on there anyway so check that out but otherwise yeah cartridge club discord i am there once in a while not as active on there but you'll see me in there so yeah about it
1: awesome and appreciate everybody like this is yeah. this is good brotherhood this whole time
0: yeah it was a lot of fun I, I appreciate you guys being on um i'm captain algebra on twitter facebook uh youtube i i stream typically twice a week i'm taking a little break from that right now but uh similar to joe doing all of his super nintendo stuff i am slowly trying for a complete genesis collection and i'm also streaming every single genesis game from a to z Um, so eventually I'll have all 700 some Genesis games on my YouTube channel again, not beating them, but at least playing them and trying to beat as many as I can I'm also uh, an active member in the uh, Discord for Cartridge Club, and uh, so you can find me there so again, thank you so much to uh, the guests we look forward to hearing from all of you soon thank you for joining us CC Unite